You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 57, Typing at Auditions. What does it mean for actors and how does it work? Let's get started. What's up, everyone? This is Maggie Barra here. Welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, then welcome. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic or join our Facebook group, the Actor Aesthetic Tribe. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Today's episode is brought to you by my online course, How to Successfully Submit to Casting Directors with or Without an Agent or Manager. Ready to book more audition appointments on your own? It's possible. Learn the best ways to submit to casting directors directly through Actors Access, Backstage, Snail Mail, and Email Submissions. As a student of the course, not only will you gain access to videos on how to stand out in your submissions, you'll also be handed the exact cover letter and resume templates that I used to successfully get auditions. Grab the course for yourself right now at actoraesthetic.com submit. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. Today, we're talking all about typing and what that means in auditions for actors. I've been to a few auditions over the years where typing has occurred either to me or to other actors in the audition room. And it is a fascinating phenomenon that happens in auditions every once in a while. I've gotten a couple of questions about it, about the process of typing and what that means. If you have never heard of this phrase before, then welcome, because I want to make sure that you are aware of this process that sometimes happens. I'm not talking about typing on a keyboard, on your computer. I'm not talking about typing on your phone. And I'm also not talking about the kind of type that you hear about when people ask you, what's your type? Are you a leading lady? Are you a leading man? Are you a character actress or actor? Blah, blah, blah. I'm not talking about that. But when I was doing research for this podcast, I noticed that there wasn't a lot of information online about typing at auditions. So I'm going to break it down for you today. Most of us know that open calls, both union open calls like equity chorus calls and equity principal auditions and non-union open calls are the most popular ways for actors new to a city to get seen at auditions. Because these types of open calls are the most easily accessible to actors at any level, they're also the most crowded and sometimes 
require many hours of waiting all day. Now, if the crowd is too large to see everyone, the casting director may decide to type actors to audition. Typing is a process that occurs at some auditions to make the process go faster and more efficiently. There are a few ways that typing may happen. Sometimes the casting director or creative team will literally line people up in groups and bring them into the audition room, look at everyone and look at their headshot and resume, and choose people to stay and audition based purely on look and type. Sometimes they'll just collect everyone's headshots and resumes and call out who they would like to stay and audition. The other actors who are not called are typed out and released. For dancers, there's often a dance typing process where a short across-the-floor ballet combo will be used to determine who will stay to learn the full combination that will be taught at the audition. Other times at dance auditions, typing may occur when the choreographer or assistant or creative team asks each dancer to perform a basic or more advanced step such as a double or triple pirouette or a certain kind of time step. From there, the creative team will make a cut and only keep those dancers that they are interested in. Although this all may seem frustrating and unfair, I would suggest looking at typing as a positive experience. If you are ever typed out at an audition, whether you got to actually perform or not, you get to go about your day doing whatever you please. You can even move on to other auditions if you want. But when you're typed out, you know right then and there that you are probably not going to be in consideration for that specific production or season of productions, whatever. It may sting in the moment, but so often in this industry, we find ourselves at a loss because we get to audition for something and then we never hear back. We literally never hear back whether or not we were even in consideration. When you get typed out of an audition, you just know that either your experience level or your type or your look is not what they're looking for at that time. And that's that. If you're ever lucky enough to get typed in, that's where the fun begins because it just means that your chances got a little bit better at actually booking the gig. The creative team is interested in some aspect of you. Maybe on your resume, they saw a special skill that you have, or they saw that you worked with a specific person that is their friend or coworker, or maybe they like your experience in ballet or tap or country singing or opera, anything. Or maybe they just like your look and could see you in their show. Regardless, you're one step closer. Let's talk about typing at equity auditions. So typing is possible at equity chorus calls, and I've seen it happen before, especially in New York City during 
the crazy audition seasons. It is possible for both union members and non-equity actors to be typed at an ECC. Let me explain the rules to you now so that you have a better understanding of what could happen at an ECC. So typing is entirely at the discretion of the casting personnel for each individual call. You know how equity chorus calls will have one singer call for females and one singer call for males and also one dancer call for females and one dancer call for males well if typing is used at one call say the female singers call typing may or may not be used for any of the other calls again just because typing was done at the female singers call doesn't mean it's going to happen at the male singer call it might It's a possibility, but it doesn't have to be so. Now, if casting decides to type equity members, there are three rules to keep in mind. Number one, once typing is announced for equity members, that means that no non-equity or opposite gender actors may be seen at that call. Again, if the casting team decides to type the equity members that showed up to the call, that means that no non-equity actors or opposite gender actors may be seen at the call. Once typing of members has been completed, the call is considered closed. This is information read directly from the Actors Equity site. Rule number two, for equity members, typing must be done in person and in the audition room. Typing of equity members may not be conducted using only headshots and or resumes. Again, this is read directly from the Actors Equity site. Rule number three, Typing may only occur at the start of each call, and typing must be completed before the first member enters the room to audition. We got all of that information? I know, it was a lot, but that is for whenever casting decides to type equity members. If casting decides to type non-equity members, say the audition is overflowing with equity members, but they have some time to see non-union actors. Well, that's good, but they might consider typing non-union actors, in which case there are multiple ways this can happen. So Sometimes, if you're there at the start of the call, the monitor will be accepting headshots and resumes at their desk from non-equity actors. The monitor will then take those headshots and resumes into the casting room. The headshots and resumes are given to the creative team or casting directors in the audition room. They look over the headshots and resumes And they will likely make a pile of headshots and resumes of those actors that they want to stay and audition. That pile will then be given back to the monitor and the monitor will come out and read the names of the actors that were asked to stay and audition. Remember, that's just one way of typing at auditions. But I will say that anytime I've seen typing happen at an equity chorus call, this is the way that it's done. At open calls, it's 
anyone's guess. It is anything goes and typing can completely be at the discretion of the theater or casting director or creative team, whomever is running the audition. Judging from what I've seen and heard in the past, my suggestion to those of you who are non-equity actors in New York City, be ready for typing to happen at any given point in any open call you go to. Just because you signed your name up on an unofficial list in the early hours of the morning doesn't mean you're guaranteed to be seen at an audition because sometimes unofficial lists are started before open calls and then the creative team just decides to type actors at the start of the call. And if you're not there to hear your name, then you might get skipped over and the call might be closed by the time you actually get there. So again, a reminder to always be alert and aware to keep an eye and ear out for the monitor at all times, and especially to always have your headshot and resume ready to go. All good? That's all I have to say about typing. I feel like I've used the word more than I've ever used it in my life, but I think it is definitely a very important topic to discuss, especially if you are going to open calls in a big theater hub city. Remember that the sole purpose of typing at auditions is to make the auditions go faster and more efficiently. Don't be discouraged if you get typed out. Remember that theater is so subjective and so many factors are out of your control. So here's my gentle reminder to you to lead with an open mind and an open heart the next time you head out to an open call. If you've enjoyed today's episode and you found it helpful, I would love it if you could screenshot it, share it to your Instagram story, and tag at Actor Aesthetic because I love to see who's following along with me there. If you haven't already, be sure to rate, review, and hit that subscribe button so that you can join me every single week for a new episode of the Actor Aesthetic podcast. Until then, this is Maggie Barra signing off. It takes a village. I'll see you next week.